You're listening to Smash the Bottom Line with Maddie Brown. This is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line, and I am here today with my friend and colleague, Monica Kenton. And Monica is an amazing coach and shaman, and she does some fantastic things in this world. And I have enjoyed working with her, and she's a friend, and I'm excited today to share her and a little bit about her with you, and I'm really glad you're here, Monica. Oh, thank you. I am too, Maddie. This is going to be a lot of fun. Okay. So to give everyone some context, what what brought you to where you are in your business, career, life right now? What, what were the, how did you, how did you get into business? What got you started? Well, how I got into business is first of all, I um, was more intrigued with, with spirituality and energy and all of that. And I had had a car accident, which kind of propelled me into searching and looking at all of those different areas for my own personal healing and then I found out I was really good at it. And then I was just like, oh, wait, I could actually do this as a business. So I started thinking about that and then really needed to understand about business, right? About marketing and sales and, and money and all of those pieces. So then started bringing that in as well to really understand how to, how to market myself and how to get myself out there. And so from that point, just kind of continued to hone and figure out what it is that I really wanted to do, how I wanted to help people. And so took all of the things that I'm really good at and combined it into kind of my own job description. Yay. Now, now you were in education for how long? 21 years. I was a university instructor for 21 years at the University of Minnesota, and I also, and I taught Spanish language, and I also was the supervisor of the fourth semester program there, so supervising instructors for about 12 of those years as well. Wow. So that's a big transition to walk away from 21 years with a, with a university and open your own business. That's very brave. Yeah, it is very brave. And at the time, I just kind of, I felt that it was, it was one of those things where I just knew something was changing and shifting. Something was kind of shifting and changing within myself. And so I knew that I needed to um, figure out what I was going to do because I needed to leave that place. And it was more painful to stay in that and know that I wasn't totally fulfilling what I'm here to do and what I'm really, really excellent at. And so it was, um, it was a thing of bravery. And also it was just knowing that, you know, the clock was ticking. It was saying, Hey, Monica, it's time to do something else and to, um, be able to take your gifts out in a bigger way. But it was, it was a scary risk, definitely. Well, I've worked for the government for almost 20 years and left government employment. And the only regret I have is that I didn't do it sooner. Because no, I get that. I I love I love what I'm doing now, and it is a lot of fun, and I get to work with fascinating, exciting people. And so, I I the only regret I have is that I that I stayed as long as I stayed. I get that, and that just totally makes 
That totally makes sense. And I love that you're sharing that here on the call because I have a feeling that there are a lot of people who are in that situation as well, who are just, who, you know, just need to know from other people that it is possible to, to do things well, that you really, really love. It is possible to do things that you really love. And, and that really, in my mind, is the first place that you look when you're thinking about starting a business is doing something that you love because the days go much faster if you love what you're doing. <laughs> mhm. Mm yep, that's very true. It's a it's a lot more fun. If you if you had to pick two or three things that that have really impacted you, what would you say what would you say they were? So impacted me in what in what either, way with either my events or people or... E events or people or things, what would you say has been the most impactful in in your life okay so as far as impactful events uh, I would say first of all I, I'm a mother so I would say my son's birth is is, is something because that was a, a big thing for me to have a child so that was an impactful event as far as um, business goes and different and how my life journey has has changed I think it would be the um, the car accident that I had in 2000 that kind of propelled me into, you know, going out of the books because I used to read books on energy and spirituality and connection and all of that. And so with the car accident, I had to really um, live that, that stuff and start to learn that. And that actually completely changed the trajectory of my life into a whole new, a whole new area. So that would be a huge piece for myself. Another one would be um, going to a dream conference about, you know, somewhere about 15 years ago where I just wanted to go just for fun. I was just like, hey, I'm going to check this out and I'm going to have some fun. And it was ultimately life transforming, meaning that when I came back from that, that, um, that five, it was a five day event. When I came back from it, I remember talking to my old, um, therapist and he he'd seen me and he's like what happened to you Monica this is crazy I've been trying to get you to understand this or to get this piece for five years now and what did you do and for myself I said I said I did the dream work but they were my images and they were my things and so that was something that was super pivotal for me to be able to understand that I, I can do this myself so that would be um, another one. And then I think mm -hmm. the last one, there's kind of two that meld together. One is deciding to really um, understand how to make this as a business and to let go of whatever other people say that, oh, you can't make a business with, you know, doing spiritual and, and energetic mentoring and helping people. Um, so really understanding that business piece and realizing that I'm really good at it and that mm -hmm. I can do both of those. But then also realizing that, um, you know, I went too much into that at one point and forgot about mm -hmm. all of them, stuff that I really do. And so knowing that when we stay aligned, or at least for myself, when I stay aligned to my soul, amazing things happen. So I guess those would yeah. be three areas um, that really helped me to see, hey, yeah, I can do this, but make sure I don't lose 
my soul, my essence of what, why I really came to it. And that, those were pivotal moments for me. Well, that, that is awesome. And I know you've done some traveling and you've been to Peru. Yes, that's actually where I had done some of the shamanic training that I, I had, was doing. And I had been actually to Peru, um, six months before my car accident, actually. So I, in 2000, I had gone to Peru and I was talking about, oh, I really want to go see the shamans and I didn't see them and then, um, had the car accident six months later. And then about eight years later, I went back to Peru, but this time it was to be training with the shamans. And I always tell people that that trip, that first trip really activated me because I was looking for somebody. I was looking for shamans and actually I was in search of myself. And I loved uh, Peru. I think it was amazing. Um, it really helped me. I think, I think traveling and going different places gets us into a different, a different way of being, you know, and that was, um, very powerful time. So yeah, I love to travel and I love to see what other cultures will, um, open up with myself, right? Yeah, that is very cool. Well, um, you do some amazing things with your clients. So tell me a little bit about how you work with people and, and who, you, who you work with and how you work with them. So I work with the, um, typically the, the person who is the high-functioning, um, gets stuff done, um, likes to take action, tends to be an entrepreneur who wants to create something really magical and big in the world, really has a big heart and wants to share something big with the world. And it might not know exactly what that is, but has that calling, but at the same time can get so much in their head. I call them the practical mystics, meaning that they have, you know, they want to get stuff done and they want to do the practical things in the world, but also they want to incorporate um, universal universal principles, um, spiritual principles, uh, whatever it is their connection to God's spirit universe. So really helping them to um, align to what is in their true nature. So some people will say, oh, yeah, Monica, I don't know what you do, but I really love it, right? So they're not quite sure how I do it, but they're, they're just like, I just know that I have these magical shifts and changes. And that's because of some of the background work that I've done as a shaman, dream teacher, all of that. I'm holding that energy for shifts and changes. And when somebody comes in to work with me, we first start out with saying, you know, what is their intention? Because everybody has different intentions. It might be to grow the business, but at the same time, it's like, how, how can one do that and live a life as well? And so bringing those, those into, into alignment. So I'll help people craft an intention of what we're going to work on and what, what they want to see happen. And then we'll start out and it depends on the person. Uh, exactly what they need. I might start out with a, a clearing session, um, stuff where it's clearing out old energies. And I know for people who might be listening to the podcast, that might seem foreign to some, but it's kind of like when we look at light bulbs and they go on and we don't know about all the electrical wiring behind it. There's an electrician that takes care of that. That's kind of what I do. 
So I help people to be able to really see those, those, or feel those connections that need to be cleared up and, um, and then start working on what are actions that they can take. Um, I might do something where I'll do a guided visualization to their, uh, the, their future self because it's more of who they're wanting to become, you know, becoming more of that person. I might do some um, journeying or some drumming work, depending on the person, of what are some blocks. I'll have people connect in more with um, what's happening in their body. So I'm really also showing people how to be able to connect in deeper with themselves so that they can start to see you know, like empowering them as well. So I'll help coach people, but I'm also helping people um, step in in a deeper way of um, owning their own connection. And so helping them understand signs and, and all of that. But then also being able to, you know, I might use numerology as a way of saying, hey, here's a soul language that you can understand to understand that piece of you that maybe isn't able to be have to be able to understand, say, for example, with um, the Myers-Briggs or something like that, and helping people to really connect in with their heart's desire. Because ultimately, any business or anything that really is going to make a big impact is coming from the heart. And so helping people to distinguish what is the mind that's saying, well, I should be doing this, right? Like same for me, oh, I should be teaching at the university, but it's like, what was my heart saying? And what did I really want to do? Because we are supported. So helping people with that and giving them the tools to understand. And then, you know, a, like a third or a half of it is the magical stuff that I do on my end, which is really, um, people are, like I said, people will say, don't know how that happened, but boom, this is where we are. That intention was created. And partially it's because of the people that I work with, right? So I talk about the high, high functioning, um, overachiever at certain points that really get stuff done. That means that they take it seriously and they're like, okay, I'm going to do the work or I'm going to do the stuff to, to make this shift. And it's really beautiful to see because, um, so many people are surprised and being like, wow, I didn't even know this was possible. I didn't even know this could happen. And that's, um, and that's really what I love to do and seeing people then living their lives and not being so crazed with the clock and time and everything and being able to start to flow with it. And then, and then also see, oh yeah, I get to do this with my life as well. And so finding that balance, because I think so often in the business world, we're taught um, that we have to work, 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 work 24-7. And I just really believe that our whatever our connection is to the divine God, spirit, universe, didn't make us to just always work, uh, made us to have, um, to have fun, to be connected, to enjoy life, and to make an impact in whatever way it is so that we can have a lot of fun and enjoy ourselves and flow with it. So that's just kind of a little bit of some of the stuff I do. That is awesome. And I, I will say that, that I have experienced the, the talent that you have, and it is an amazing thing. But I'd like for you to talk a little bit more about intention and what that means and how it shows up. Yeah, so intention, I always t 
talk to people and teach people that one of the things we forget about is putting an intention out there to, to, um, that we're wanting to accomplish in the world. And so sometimes people will say, well, what do you mean by intention, Monica? And I mean more of, you know, what do I want to experience or what am I, what is kind of like a goal or something I'm wanting to do, but not to the point of saying, oh, I want to make this amount of money or that. It's, it's more of um, uh, an open thing. So an intention, some of the intentions that people have had in the past have been um, to really be aligned. Um, some of them have been to get back to themselves, um, to step into taking care of themselves physically. Others have had intentions to have more fun with what they're doing. Others have had intentions of um, being more inspired or feeling more peace. So it can be as far as like an emotion of saying that. Others have, you know, when I work with people, will craft an intention that will be different. Like one person I'm working with, her intention right now is to do it differently. And that means every aspect of her life, she's feeling to do it differently. Um, some people are to grow the business, but also at the same time open to the flow so that it, so that they're not super stressed. Some people might have intentions of being able to create new connections with themselves um, or new relationships. And that not only affects themselves, but also the people that they attract as far as, um, you know, if they have employees that are working for them. So I always tell people that intention is really big and that's where we start when I, when I do the work with people. But I also recommend, and for anybody listening to this podcast, to have an intention every single day. Because what happens is it shows up within 24 hours if we're really diligent about creating new intentions. And then we get the opportunity to start living that. Because if we don't put out there to the universe what we are looking for, then the universe has no idea what to send us. And then also we are not able to understand the amount of clues coming into us. I always say that there's so many different little clues from the song on the radio, a random comment from somebody, something else. Um, even your question right now about asking me about intention, because that's something that I'm putting in um, uh, a program that I'm writing. And, and I forget that people don't do this as much. So I'm using that as a clue right now from you, right? So that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why intentions are so important because first of all, it gives guidance to the universe to say, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start sending you all the clues you need. And then also it helps us on the other end to be able to distinguish what everything has happened in our life that day to be able to say, oh yeah, that is getting me to that intention. And, and then we, the other piece about it is then we can start to hone it because sometimes we ask for things that we really don't want until we start to see it. And if we put it in an intention and it's like, oh, that's what I'm getting, I might not want to do that. And that's the beautiful way of, of working with it because it empowers us to co-create with the universe instead of letting it happen to us we get to be a part of the co-creation. Does that make sense? I think that makes that makes sense. And I think that it's interesting 
for me to remember that the intention changes and shifts. It's not mm-hmm. it's not one thing and that is your in that is that is it for the week or the month or the year or anything. It 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 changes and it shifts as you experience more things. And mm-hmm. it it is more I like the word alignment very well that that you use because it just helps you to flow with what's happening as opposed to resisting it and regretting what you're doing. Mhm. And it gives us the opportunity to experiment as well, right? I I have um one of the the pieces of my business I call the living dream map meaning that we're constantly getting the opportunity to, to release old maps and create new pathways and new ways of doing things. But until we try it out, we don't know. And I think in this culture, well, I know in this culture, we have this belief that we have to do this one thing. And then if we start doing it and we realize, wait a minute, that's not totally in alignment with me, but we feel that we still have to do it because we said we would. Um, then we get derailed. And so by having, you know, layers of intentions, like one for the year, one for the month, one for the days, then we can start to hone it even, even more. And, and that's what helps keep us in alignment. It's kind of, kind of, in a way it's goal setting. Yeah. But it's on a much more, granular level. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, exactly. It is kind of like goal setting. Um, and then also it has a little bit more of a energetic vibe, right? So we might add with, with a goal setting thing, you know, I would love to create this in my business, but then to start to see, okay, if I create this in my business, does that mean I have to work harder? Do I have to do this? And so we're kind of shifting that. We get the goal piece, but then bringing in, for example, emotions. I want to have fun. I want to be happy. And I don't think that sometimes in our goal society, goal-oriented society, we forget to put those pieces in. And so um, adding even more to it and and co-creating with the universe and saying, yeah, this is this is the direction. This is where I'm wanting to go. And that, and that is a goal in a certain way, yes. Yeah. So if you were going to recommend two or three daily practices that people do on a regular basis and and stay in alignment with what what kind of would they be rituals would they be what what would you recommend people do on a daily basis So on a daily basis there's different ones that I would recommend for people that I work with. I do a lot of rituals and things like that um, and ceremonies. However, some just really practical things is having an intention for the day, I think is just really powerful. And and having a journal, I, I tell people that a journal is the most important book that they will ever read. And so, it, you know, some people aren't into journaling that much. But just putting some things down, you know, writing down the intention and then writing, writing out what happens, right? So there's mm-hmm. that. 
also consciously breathing. And so that might be, for example, uh, meditating or listening to a mantra or just getting the brain calmed down because I just know that the people I work with as well as myself, we can get really ramped up if we don't calm ourselves down. And so, for example, people can use like the app Insight Timer or things like that to to do that kind of a meditation. And the mm-hmm. other thing that I... I'm really big on is is understanding dreams because that is our guiding force that's really helping us and and if that is about you know treating life the daytime as a dream if you don't remember at night um, but really honoring the clues that are coming in to us and so that might be something at the end of the night saying hey you know this person said this this thing happened this thing happened and then have gratitude for it. Um, gratitude is a huge, huge thing of just saying, wow, you know, thanks for giving me these answers. Because those, those three practices, I think, intention, breathing, calming down, and um, harvesting your own clues, be it through the dream time in the day or night, those are three practices that I think are, are um, great. Talk more about daytime dreaming. So daytime dreaming. So sometimes I have people who don't who don't remember their dreams at night, right? And um, eventually mm-hmm. they do if they work with me. I am that if they want to. But the daytime dreaming is that whole piece that we have an intention, set it in the day, and really the universe starts to show us certain things to um to give us clues because that's what the nighttime dreaming does as well is it helps us give clues so being able to have an intention and um i tell i tell people to experience experience the signs of the universe right and so having an intention then going out into the day what are the things that really resonate with somebody like all of a sudden what's the first song on the radio that all of a sudden is like oh wait they're talking to me and write that down. What's, what's the message of that song? Um, a snatch of conversation overheard from somebody. Um, something on a billboard. Something you just see on Facebook. A random email that you get. Or all of a sudden the connection or just like, oh, I'm thinking of a friend. Or you run into a friend. It's like all of those things are dreaming awake. And just being able to start to see that those symbols start to show up in our lives. And then at the end of the day, um, saying, okay, how did all of these fit with my intention? And that's dreaming while awake. Because so often, you know, it's that whole thing, instead of getting stuck in life um, happening to us, life happens through us. And it's how we flow with it. And when we're honoring these signs that are coming in, so often, that's, that's the dreaming while awake. And we're constantly creating our reality and so if we're not looking for cool clues and we just want to and we wake up crabby and we don't shift it with meditation or anything like that um, then we're going to encounter crabbiness in our day and that's how we're then we're dreaming our reality in that way so those are that's what i mean by dreaming while awake and um it's a it's a really fun practice i'm just gonna can i just quick tell i'm gonna quick tell a story I was okay. um, I was doing this dreaming while awake, and I call it synchronicity experience. And 
one day I was just burned out, fried out. You, you know, everybody here gets that. Those moments where it's just like, I'm not inspired. And I just wrote my intention. I want to be inspired. So I decided to go to an art fair um, way across the city in another city. And um, I'm in Minnesota. I'm in Minneapolis. So across the river in St. Paul. And I went with my husband and we're looking at different things. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And I, we, I asked people at the buildings we were at, I said, hey, what building should I go to? And then they tell me a building. And, and we went to a different building. We got lost. Um, in the wrong building, and um, still not inspired. And then as we're leaving, a friend says, a friend sees my husband, who he hasn't seen in 20 years, and says, hey, you need to check out this place and um, in St. Paul. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. It's a new place. And I would have never gone there. And as soon as I hit there, as soon as I got there, I was inspired. And I went, wow, that is really interesting. And, and I had my intention. And so I was like, what is this place about? And then as I started to realize over the days afterwards, I kept on going. I still was inspired. Then I realized I had a dream a year before of doing classes, being a part of a community in this big warehouse building. But I thought it was on the other side of the river. So now I'm there, I'm teaching classes, I'm doing all kinds of things, but it started because I decided to play a game with the universe, play a game of um, dreaming while awake. And I was very clear, I had to be inspired. And then it was just like, this is the place. So then I could get out of my head and saying, well, why am I traveling 40 minutes across the city to come here? It's like, because that's where my soul wants to be. And where, wherever our soul wants to be, our heart feels connected, that's where magic happens. That's where flow happens. That's where all of a sudden opportunities show up. So I just wanted to share that with people because it's that easy to do. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. So if Thank someone you. wants to know... If someone wants to know more about you, how how do they get in touch with you? So they can go to monicakenton.com. So that's K-E-N-T-O-N.com. And you can get on my e-zine list. They're all, you know, or you can look at my blogs. Um, also, I'm on Instagram. I do a lot on Facebook as well. I like, I love doing live videos. So I do Facebook Lives. Um, I do post on Instagram. I do have some blog posts. And then also, you know, if you go to my website and people, if you're interested, just put something in the comment section and I, you know, I get on the phone and talk with people. I do answer all of my own emails. So, which sometimes people are surprised at, but I, I do do that. So that's the way to get a hold of me. And then sign up for my okay. evening if you want. I, I give free different things for people there. Yes, and you have you have events and special special things that you do throughout the time, and and so there's good opportunity to to find out more and learn and experience what you do because you what you do is really an experience, and yeah. it it is it is a tremendous gift. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you for taking this time to talk to me and our people. 
And if you have any questions for Monica, you can reach her at monicakenton.com. If you have any questions for me, you can reach me at smashingnumbers.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, Monica. Thank you so much, Maddie. Smash the Bottom Line is sponsored by Smashing Numbers. Discover how to get your accounting in order, escape the cash flow trap, and finally enjoy a profitable business. Find out how at smashingnumbers.com.